thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Up for a Chat with Cindy O'Mara, Karen Smith, and Kim Morrison. Here we are, up for a chat about the hottest topics that are important to you, inspiring you to awaken the change within. I'm Karen Smith. I'm Kim Morrison. And our beautiful Cindy, she's off gallivanting at the moment, getting herself all ready and prepared for the release of her incredible documentary that's already going off like a frog in a sock, isn't it, Kimmy? Oh, my gosh. I had the privilege of watching a preview to it, sweetheart, and you're not going to believe it. It's different to any other documentary I've seen out there for the the scientists and the nerds and and the people that really love to get down and dirty and truly understand what's happening to the gut what's happening to our wheat, what's happening to our agricultural system, what's happening to our philosophy around food, you're going to be absolutely blown away. She has done, they have done, I know it's a whole team of them that have put this together, the amount of time and money they've invested into it. You just, you have to make sure that I think it's whatswithwheat.com maybe .com.au, um, but go to whatswithwheat.com and, and seriously get on the register to download it because it's going to be free for seven whole days when they release it in April. <gasps> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, amazing, amazing, Kaz. You're going to love it. It's very powerful. Oh, how exciting. <gasps> I'm so excited it's going to be free. Yeah, for seven days. I'm so excited about what we're all creating and what we're all doing. It's it's just to be such a part of one another's ripple effect within each other's lives is massive, let alone watching oh. our – I mean, she may not have time for us um, once it's released. I know. She is the I star know. of her own show. Um, <laughs> it's, it's pretty powerful, though, sweetheart. It's it's big. I can't wait. Can't wait for you to see it. Oh, my goodness. Well, I've seen the shorts, so I love it already. I think it's fabulous. Mm. So – why don't we talk about what we're doing? Because it's a bit exciting too, isn't it? No, I'm beside myself. I cannot begin. <laughs> I've been dying to do. I've seriously, <sighs> from the bottom of my heart, been dying to do something that we could do together. Um, of course, I'm always happy when it's the three of us, but particularly the two topics uh, that we're, or the two, the two angles that we both come from and the way that we live our lives it just was like a miracle in itself the way it all came about. Mm. So I'm very, very excited. Oh, I think it's 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 gonna be quite fabulous because I think like you said, you and I have thought of doing something together for years. Mm-hmm. And it's so bizarre how it just came about, isn't it? I mean we what well, what we were talking about what, maybe a month, two months ago? Yes. And we finally said it's time. It's absolutely time. And I remember it was in the dark. I was walking away from your house. I just dropped you off. Where had we been? I just dropped you off oh, from the airport at Melbourne. It was after the wellness breakthrough. Yes, yes, yes. It was That's hard. right. Yep, definitely. Because we were having such a chuckle while we were at the, at the wellness breakthrough. It was like, oh, my goodness, we so have to team up and do something together. And then we decided then, didn't we, that we were going we to do something that would be a combination of – of all of the rabbit hole that I am in and all of the rabbit hole that you are in and what a beautiful romance that will be for people. Do you know what I remember most? And I don't know if many of our listeners are aware or interested in this or not, but I have been fascinated by it 
um, the book called A Course in Miracles. And I think what I've always loved by Marianne Williamson, and I think what I've always loved about it, even though I had never owned it until you personally gave me a copy quite a few years ago, which sits beside my bed, because I still have a belief if I sleep with it, I might get it via osmosis. Um, <laughs> oh, it's challenging. It is it's a, a very challenging, challenging book. And I've obviously I've, I've looked at it a lot, a lot over the years, but when I turned around to you, Karen, and I said, I wish you would do a course that took me through understanding how the real fundamentals of what that book is about. I wish you could give me a class, a, a weekend of information where you could help me really delve deep and into it, but not just decipher what's in the book, but really truly come from a place of how does that fit into my life? Because many books uh. out there and many things out there are fantastic, but they don't necessarily apply to me. And, and I'm not meaning that, that I'm better or worse than anything, but it's just, it's lovely. It's nice to read. And I'm sure every one of our listeners get that. But A Course in Miracles keeps pulling me back because there's obviously very strong values that I would call are, are very present no matter what stage, no matter where you're at in your life. The values that are spoken of in A Course in Miracles are, are relevant no matter where you're at. And to have someone like you that has studied it so intrinsically, so passionately for I think you said close to, to was it two decades? 25 years. 25 years, yeah. years. To have someone like you, it's a bit like having Cindy explain to us um, things like the shikimate pathways or understanding what happens when glucose is absorbed into the bloodstream. She just puts it into, um, she gets it, she completely understands it, she lives and breathes it. But then for her to describe it in a way that makes sense to us um, makes me feel very much a part of her world. And it was that uh. wellness breakthrough that I felt very much a part of your world when you started talking about it. And that's really where it said, I said, I want to come to your retreat. I want to come to something that you're talking about everyday life, um, but looking at it with a whole new lens. And I think that's where it really started getting exciting. Oh, that's so sweet of you, my love. I, I think... You know, I remember, I remember many, many moons ago, I went to a chiropractor and I was just, you know, in a state of devastation. Greg and I, um, my partner that I lost to suicide, we were in a really, you know, our relationship was up and down all the time. And he referred me to his chiropractor and because I was having sore back and stuff. And she suggested that I start listening to Marianne Williamson. And I was instantly hooked and I didn't know I was looking for it. And that's the thing that I think is so beautiful about A Course in Miracles is that so many people stumble across A Course in Miracles in whatever way. Marianne Williamson was my teacher. And I stumbled across her not knowing what I was looking for. But when I found it, I realized I'd been searching my whole life. And it was such a profound experience of a complete shift in my perception of what was real and what was true mm. and how I related and what love meant and what love meant when I gave it and what love meant when I received it. So I listened 
to this Course in Miracles and the Marianne Williamson tapes over and over and over and over for years. I have every single book she's written. I have every tape she'd recorded. And I just, I immersed myself in it in such a, a huge way that it opened my eyes in every aspect of my life, in my business, the way that I related to my family, the way that I related to Greg, certainly the way that I related to my money, the way that I related to my health and well-being, and the necessity for for me personally to be consciously connected to harmony and humanity on a global scale. So for me, ever since I was little, it's always been about an impact globally and um, for all of humans and for all animals. And I feel like it was almost as if I was finally ready. I was always wanting to answer the calling, but I was finally ready for it to find me. Mm. And it was it was it was a beautiful, beautiful, and still to this day is a beautiful, beautiful experience. And as a result of studying the Course in Miracles, in the very beginning, I didn't understand it. I jeez, I picked it up and put it down, picked it up and put it down, picked it up and put it down. And then every time I felt like I just needed a bit of, I just needed a bit of a spiritual injection. I I race into one of those spiritual bookstores and I find myself walking out with another copy of A Course in Miracles until I had like twelve copies of it in my in my bookshelf. <laughs> but I still couldn't understand it. I could not understand it. And then about. But I persevered, you know, I, 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 kept, I kept going. And, of course, my mum, I put my mum onto A Course in Miracles and I've put tons and tons of, of my friends and, and, and customers and clients onto A Course in Miracles. And I understood it intellectually. I understood it intellectually because each page, no kidding, each page takes about three hours to read one page. Purely because in order to get it, you've got to go over and over and over and over and over, and over, so and over again. And it's like... I'm so glad you're saying that because I, I used to think I was not quite right, but I loved it. <laughs> oh, no, love, I tell you, it, it's, it's a big read. It is a very big read. Mm. And it's, you know, it's not for the faint-hearted. But I used to have conversations with my mum that would help me to get it a little bit more. I'd listen to different tapes and different people who were proponents of A Course in Miracles and students of A Course in Miracles. But then... About seven years ago now, what am I, 56? So, yeah, I was 39. And strangely enough, I stumbled across a website called Science and Non-Duality, SAND. And I looked into that and I thought, what's that? I looked at it, watched a couple of videos, closed it down and didn't go back. And then a year later, I was in one of my seeking moods again and I went back to the Course in Miracles and I still couldn't understand it. And then I went and I thought, and it was so strange. It was as if there was someone speaking in my head. And it was, go back and look at sand, go back and look at sand, go back and look at sand. And, it, and, I, and I remember being in my car saying out loud, okay, I will look at sand. And I came back into the house and I Googled sand, got onto it and it was just, it was amazing listening to the different speakers because the Science and Non-Duality is a conference that's held every year in the most gorgeous places and they have the most exceptional speakers and you can buy the conference on DVD 
you can't unfortunately buy on direct download yet. But um, I bought it and got the DVD sent across. Oh my goodness, what a wake up! Mm. And that was when I was introduced to Eastern philosophy and the philosophy of Advaita, which simply means oneness, and um, which is the same as non-duality. I dove so deep into that philosophy because everything I had ever searched for was there and it was pointing me straight back into myself but it gave me the map it gave me the map of how to find all of the answers using myself as the guide Mm. and it's so fabulous that as soon as I kind of embraced this philosophy I picked up a course in miracles and plowed through it like a champion (laughs) and it was it was as if it was like reading you know a a Dr Seuss book it was so so simple and so perfectly worded just just brilliant so I I am really I mean, I I can't even begin to tell you. I am so excited to be able to share all of that amazing information that is, it's it's life-changing, but beyond what we could ever possibly imagine. Mm. It's free. It's freeing. And I think that's the main thing, isn't it? It's, it's, It's really what do we all want? We all want freedom and we all want happiness. And if we want a direct route there, then this is the way to get it. And I think couple that with the magic of what you're going to be sharing with us about our connection to, um, you know, plant life and and everything that surrounds us in our environment. It it feels like a really, really powerful event that is all about grounding, getting back to who we are, nature, why we're here, what our purpose is and how the synergy between all of us equals greater power and beauty and vulnerability. I agree. I I, and I think what was so exciting, and, and for us too, when something feels right, it just flows, and we certainly got into flow yeah. um, very <laughs> quickly. And I, you know what? It's it's, And I know we've both had these conversations, but I'd love to share it with our beautiful listeners that, you know, so many people go through life in drama, so and and look, I've been there too. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm not perfect. I, I mean, it's not like I'm perfect or I get it right. I don't. What I'm learning is that we create. I, I tell you what happened just recently, which brought it to the forefront again. A very special friend from many years ago, um, Danny used to play cricket with. He was the captain of the New Zealand cricket team for many years, and he was certainly and is renowned as one of New Zealand's absolute top sporting heroes. He was the best batsman we've ever produced. And I know this has nothing to do, and I know it doesn't mean anything to you, but I know you'll meet, you'll understand where I'm going with this. He was a very high achiever, very, very big in perfectionism, loved fine wine and food, but also would get very cross and angry when things weren't, in his world or his view, perfect. And, you know, as a consequence, and he has freely admitted this, he attracted a lot of drama 
at different times. I mean, you can imagine with the media, they would go to town on him. They would have a frenzy with him about finding one thing that they could pick on and then they'd go to town on it. Or one minute he was gay, the next minute he had issues with relationships. He's a very good-looking man and he was always in the front pack, you know, cover of magazines. He was a very um, fine wine, fine food, um, you know, champagne lifestyle really is how you would describe him. And, of course, with him being the best at who he was, Danny just felt so privileged playing the game, let alone being in the New Zealand side. And Martin just used to have this way with Danny where he would ask him to, you know, give it give it some. Danny was a bowler. He'd ask him to give it some. And then he would somehow deliver. And he knew that he just had this power. He had this charisma. He had this mana is what we call it in New Zealand, this real essence of him that made you want to rise to his um, ability and his desire to be the absolute, absolute best. Now, sadly, a week or two ago, um, Martin passed away at age 53 and it's really rocked both Danny's and my world because he was such a, a, an integral part, probably for 15 years of our lives. He was a huge part of it. Now, when he was diagnosed with this cancer four years ago, one of the things that he said to us when he realised it was pretty, um, it was pretty bad, um, I'll never forget it. He turned around to me and he said, "You know what? All that shit didn't matter. All that uh. stuff." did not matter the way I used to get so upset, the way I used to get so, you know, intense, the way he used to crack it with people, the way he used to, I don't know, it was like, it was like this veil had lifted and the real core, the man that I loved, the man, because I always had a soft spot for him, um, it was like that was exposed and in the last three and a half, four years that he's had this disease, um, We've had some really deep, profound conversations, and they were the conversations that I craved when he was alive instead of talking about, you know, whether we should be drinking out of crystal or glass. Or, And I know that that matters on one level or it can be a fun conversation, but, you know, him getting so upset with the media or so intense with the way New Zealand cricket was being run or, you know, he had this very intense nature and all of a sudden here he was in his late 40s going, Kim, it doesn't matter. That stuff doesn't matter. He goes, do not sweat the small stuff. Don't, don't do what I did. And having just lost him recently, Kaz, it's, it's brought up again, you know, why do we have to get profoundly ill to get these uh. conversations? Why do we have to be hit with a life-threatening situation or losing somebody or, like you've always said, be blown up in a bomb before you actually get what a miracle what an absolute miracle it is to be on this planet. And please don't get me wrong. I, I know when we're going through suffering or when we're having challenges with relationships or our kids aren't doing as they're told or our teenagers have just told us that we're bloody idiots or we don't have enough money in the bank account or, you know, we've eaten something we shouldn't have and now we feel like a fat front because we've just beaten ourselves up. And all those little millions of conversations, thoughts, feelings and emotions that come up, I'm not saying deny it. What I've really come to learn, particularly working with you and Cindy, is it's not about fighting those thoughts, feelings, or emotions. It's not about telling us we're idiots for thinking them or stop it, stop it, go away. It's actually just about 
being in the moment. It's actually just about acknowledging the thought, the feeling, the emotion, but not being drawn into the drama, the story, or creating a bigger story around it. Now, if you could give me the magic formula, Kaz, on how to be when things are really stressing or when I'm really under the pump or when I'm absolutely exhausted or when I'm feeling like I'm not good enough or when I'm having these internal, this internal dialogue that I am, am not worthy, I just would love to know that there is tools and techniques and maybe strategies that, that you could give to me that would be my go-to and, and they're not complicated. You've already taught many of them to me. I don't get wound up the way we did. I just think it's time that the conversations you and I have had over the last 10 years, it's time we shared those profound learnings that we've both discovered. Obviously, from your point of view, what I've learned from you, but then how to anchor that in or how to create a tincture, a, a, a herb, an oil, or look at an essence and anchor that in with a powerful sense of smell. I just think it's time we shared that. And that's why I am bursting at the seams, uh, seems to really share the ex exploration that you and I have been on in this last decade through our highs and lows and what tools and techniques, what are our go-tos when we're struggling or when there's a story or a drama or when there's something going on that's not perhaps quite right in our life. But more importantly, how we get out and over those quickly, and then how to celebrate the magic of life. No matter what's going on, there's always something to be eternally grateful and mindful of. Oh, oh. Sorry, I just got totally wound into what wow. we learnt and what we, we've done together and how, you know, I'm so looking forward to this retreat, the Essential Miracle Retreat. When you came up with the name, it was like, I really love the thought of spending three days, two and a half days together in a room. Well, it's not going to be a room as we know, but in a place <laughs> where we get to actually really explore these conversations but anchor them in with a real experience of what it is to be in that blissful moment, that sense of inner peace, that sense of nothing is going to phase me again in the same way that it ever has. I just know that when you leave this weekend retreat with us, you will never, you will never be the same person again. Never. Mm. No, I think, I think that's, that's a guarantee, guarantee isn't it? Mm. Like that's just, that's just a given. You know, so many people that I've spoken to over the last, I don't know, maybe six to nine months, so many people that I've spoken to have said they just, they're just, craving for time and space to reconnect with themselves. They're just craving, especially mums, are just craving the opportunity to just reconnect back, find out who they are, find themselves again because they've been so incredibly lost and caught up in the day-to-day -day busyness and business and, you know, making things right and work for everybody. And it's almost like this would be the big... Oh, the big high, you know, the big, the big sigh of relief event that you come out the other side going, whoa, didn't know it was going to be that, but I'm wrapped that it is because now I can love everybody more intensely and more intensely. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that 
is one of the greatest things that I think is going to come out of it. You know, it's very easy to take your life for granted and take people for granted and just, you know, get on with the day-to-day business of being. And it's a busy life. You know, there's so much information around us. It's a really, really busy life. But I think that having a different way of being in and amongst all of that, that keeps, as you said, us very anchored and very centered, allows the world to be its crazy self all around us while we're still very centered and very clear. Because one thing I know for a fact is that when our emotions are high and when our, uh, our, our physicality is fizzing, we're not able to be clear and we're not able to make amazing decisions and we're not able to make great choices. We're making choices that are on the fly and hoping for the best. And we're still stuck in a very habituated way of being. You know, I, was, I did something for a group the other day and I was suggesting that, you know, all that a habit is, is really it's a belief. And none of our beliefs are our own. None of our beliefs are our own. They all came from our upbringing, even our name. It's not ours. So everything that's come from this set of beliefs just gets repeated and repeated and repeated and the belief gets repeated. So it becomes a, 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 a psychological habit which then engages the law of attraction and the law of attraction brings us what we think about, we bring about. So the law of attraction brings us what we focus on and brings us experiences to confirm that our beliefs are right. Whether our beliefs are that we're not enough or our beliefs are that we're amazing, either way, the law of attraction is matching up with what we believe to be the most, uh, that has the most charge for us. Mm. And from there, we then have our actions be in response to that. And we repeat that pattern over and over and over again for 40 years or 30 years. We repeat that pattern over and over and over again. It's habitual. So we never discover another way of being. And the essential miracle, I think, is just such a beautiful name for the retreat because it's a miracle when you begin to live outside of your own conditioned ways of being. And we've done this to ourselves. You know, we've, we've all done it. We're all the same. Mm. Nobody's better than anybody else. We have all done it. Mm. But but the thing that we're craving and calling out for is the recognition of who am I really? Really, if I'm not a dentist and if I take that title away from myself and if I take the title of mother away from myself, because even though I carry those titles, I'm still me under here and who is that? That's what I want to know. I can still be a mum, I can still be a business owner, I can still be a daughter, I can still be a wife, I can do all those things. But there's also more, there's more and I want to know what that is. I want to have an intimate relationship with that. And I never want to forget it, I always want to know it. And there's this there's this urgency that's calling out to a lot of people and, and I would say hand on heart, most of the people who listen to an up, to up for a chat would be feeling exactly the same way, Mm. looking for a way to experience the miracle of who they are and knowing that it's actually, it's it's not just urgent. Mm. It's essential Mm. for the quality of our lives. And then, of course, the pun (laughs) with your essential oils, you know, being able to to be that anchor is fabulous. I'm so excited about this. So, so from that perspective, as we've gone through what we'll be doing over this weekend, let's explain exactly how this is going to unfold and why there's only 
a, a very limited number of seats available. Um, we're about to release this, obviously, to the public. So, um, Kaz, just explain why we chose beautiful Noosa on the Sunshine Coast and let's just go through a little run-through as to what they're going to be kind of getting from this weekend of sharing two and a half days with us. Cool. Well, I'll start with my bet. Um, so on the, on the Friday night, everybody meets, because I know we're going to have lots of people who are going to be flying in either from overseas and interstate. So everybody's going to meet on the Friday night and we're going to take you all out for a beautiful dinner a sumptuous dinner where we get to know each other, we get to connect with each other. So that sort of stuff is not happening on the Saturday. So we've got a really, really beautiful evening and we're starting at 6 o'clock. We've got a beautiful evening planned for you all. And then on the Saturday, that's when we really start the work. And between Kim and I, we're going to alternate and we're going to do some stuff together and we're going to do some stuff separately. But that's when we start the work of the unlearning giving you the awareness of what the conditioning has equated to in the, in the context of your lives and, and kind of pulling back the curtain. That's probably the easiest way to say it. Pulling back the curtain and we're starting to reveal who you are to you and it's going to be the most profound and extraordinary day but I will also say it's going to be a little bit exhausting. It will be a little bit tiring because you're going to be in such a mode of, aha, oh, my goodness, you'll be in a real mode of discovery and um, certainly from my point of view. And then also on the Sunday it will be a stage of recreating. So now that the canvas is white, what would you like to create for yourself with yourself? So it's not about how much money do you want to make, how many cars do you want to own, how big do you want your house to be. It's not about any of that. It's about the spiritual journey of enlightenment that brings you back to the connection with yourself. And from that most profound, powerful and enlightened place, what is it that you would like to experience in your life? And it is already created. You just haven't been able to see it yet. So I'm going to take you down a journey where you're actually going to see what you're going to be so that then your purpose becomes crystal clear for you if you don't already know it. Because if we can see it, we can be it. And through lots of education of from A Course in Miracles and from the Eastern philosophies, through lots of education and enlightenment, there'll be a whole new perspective as to what's possible for yourself because you won't the person that comes in will usually generally feel like oh you know there are some things I can do and some things I can't do and when you leave you'll recognize and realize you can do be and have and create more than you ever imagined that you can create now it's a case of holding you back like you've got so much power at those heels, let's not burn you out. You know that sort of that sort of sensation is is really what is what the what the program means from my perspective. Tell us about you, Kim. Tell us about what you're going to do with everybody. Well, I think from that perspective, that you know we often can leave an amazing retreat or weekend all fired up and and all ready to take on the world, and maybe for 48, 72 hours you're just buzzing and you're feeling it and then all of a sudden you feel very alone or you feel like, oh, that feeling's gone or you can feel a bit flat or you're not sure which is the next path to take. And I think what I would love to weave 
in for everybody is that there's these obviously these anchors that we create for everything that you learn that we actually end up creating these anchors that therefore we know through the power of smell and smell is the one sense that is very closely linked to our emotions we are also very aware that our emotions govern our behaviors and create our choice and help create our choices therefore wouldn't it be wonderful to use our sense of smell and the way that it has evolved over thousands and thousands of years and that is as a way to actually really ignite or calm or create that space to enhance whatever it is that we're trying to do. So if you know we talk about meditation or mindfulness, then wouldn't it be lovely to know that we could make up our own blend that became our own signature for us? So it's not my blend, it's not Karen's blend, it's not someone else telling you what it should be, it's you intuitively picking the right blend for you at this time. I mean, if you think about it, aromatic plants and, and, the, and the gorgeous fragrant flowers are some of nature's most beautiful, most incredible creations. And we know through the long history of our planetary evolution that it's because of flowers that we have absolutely created this incredible expansion of, of biodiversity that really is what we live in the world now. I mean, if it wasn't for these fragrances that come from flowers and leaves and roots and seeds and wood that have become an involvement of many cultures and traditions as medicines, foods, spices, perfumes and incense, there is no mistake, there is no accident that through many, many years we have used plants in order to help us coexist and symbiotically live in a place of spiritual harmony. You only have to walk into a forest or walk bare feet on the beach and smell the salt and, the, and, and feel um, what it is to be in nature to know that you feel better even when you're at your most crappiest or when you feel your most vulnerable. You all know, we all know that to get out in the fresh air, just to go for a walk, even if it's to sob into the sky, you know, we know that that is a fast track way to enhance or to get past those feelings of devastation or challenge or struggle. You fast track it when you tap into the healing powers of nature. It is, I don't have to be a scientist and I don't certainly have to be an aromatherapist or a herbalist to tell you that we know it's through nature we heal and, and certainly we enhance who we are far, far quicker than if we do in an institutionalized or four-walled home. If you look back in nature, sorry, if you look back in, in, in culture and tradition, um, you only have to think about um, how people would come around if ever there was a, a problem in a community or a tribe, that the women of that family or the women would come together with poultices and, and beautiful um, maybe tinctures and maybe beautiful essences that they'd created in order to, but it wasn't just the fact that you took this essence or that you rubbed it on. There was a, a tradition, there was a cultural tradition that was actually embedded into the lives of that person who was unwell or out of kilt. Um, if we took the time to tap back into what that meant to our forefathers and mothers, we would find quick, easy solutions and rituals that accompanied the solution. So rather than just putting a vaporizer on in your children's 
bedroom when they have a cold or a flu. Imagine adding to that now, making a beautiful blend from your intuitive heart, knowing what I'm going to teach you and how to do that, and then add to that a hands-on experiential ritual, whether it is, you know, our grandmothers or, or mothers used to do it for us, which was dipping their hands into a pot of Vicks Vaporub and rubbing that onto the chest. Now, today, we wouldn't do that, those of us that are aware, because we know that it's a petroleum-based, very highly toxic product. But imagine making one that you created for your child with just the right oils, you then held that in your hand and you learnt a beautiful grace or meditation or some sort of prayer with, without any religious connotation but a beautiful spiritual connotation that then within seconds had your child feel calm and you calm because the worst thing as a mum when you have a sick or an injured child is when you stress out. But imagine learning a beautiful quick prayer accompanied with an amazing blend that you've intuitively created, anchored that in with a gorgeous ritual. And look, I'm not saying that this is going to take hours on end. This can happen in 30 seconds, but you're probably hearing it from me, Kaz, as well, that there's just a different intention behind it. That's all. And with that different intention, you have a totally different way of expressing it, which I believe when you tap into that part of us, it's about raising the vibrational frequency, which in turn raises the healing capacity or the, the listening capacity or just the, the love, the love capacity. When we can operate out of love with more strength and more power, then as Martin said, all that other stuff doesn't matter anymore. You're just in touch with what is. And when you're in touch with what is, which when you talk to me is all about going to a place of no-thingness, when we get mm-hmm. to that place, there is nothing to worry about. It's just, I don't know, I'm very excited to bring in the plants and teach you about my learnings around the plants and how to anchor in everything you say with an experiential part of that and then you get to write your own grace prayer or ritual to go with it, I think is a very powerful way to take forward any part of your life, no matter what stresses, illnesses or injury should occur you will just find that it's the body's way that there's no accident that you're injured there's no accident that you're feeling unwell that in fact it's the body or the universe's way of whispering to you to do something now and rather than surrendering to the illness or the injury and going oh well I kicked my toe um what about oh my gosh my right toe Oh my gosh, what a place to actually acknowledge and honor her now that she's injured in a place of going, well, that, you know, maybe that right toe being hit on the corner of the table wasn't about just being, you know, hitting my toe. It was, I'm rushing through my day at the moment. Therefore, am I doing one thing? Am I doing all things the same way? Where else am I rushing? Am I taking the time to actually say goodnight and stroke my child's head or to tell my husband I love him or to make my meal in a less hurried way? Is that right toe being injured actually a conversation from my body or my mind or my spirit to say, I'd really appreciate it if you'd slow down? Please inhale this lavender and rosemary together on a tissue. Take three deep breaths and now honor the pain in that toe 
And now let's heal it with some ice and some Roman chamomile and a beautiful tincture and using the healing boost. And now I'm going to use the rest of this day to be very mindful of not rushing. Wouldn't it be nice to have a different perception on what we think are everyday occurrences and just taking it to another level? Not woo-woo, not, not going into a whole place of, oh my God, this is ridiculous. I'm not even going to think that. It's just very mindful in split seconds. I'm talking seconds. What we're going to teach over those two days, what you're going to learn over 48 hours is actually tools and techniques that are within seconds that you can transform them into your everyday way of being. I think that's profound. Mm, I agree. I'm so excited. Mm. I think it's going to, and I think you really nailed it there where you said it's the intention behind it. Because even just, um, you know, with the conversations that we've had and the videos that we've created for this event to try and tell as many people as we possibly can about it, I think that it's really also going to be new for us. It's new material. We have never delivered this stuff before. And it's going to be a completely new experience for all of us. So we both, both Kim and I really want you all to really take a good look inside and just ask yourself the question, if you're ready, if you're ready to answer a call to step up into a more peaceful, blissful, expanded existence of yourself, and if your answer is even remotely close to being yes, all you need to do is whip on over to our website, which is all the W's, essentialmiracle.com and everything that you need to know is right there on the website it's two and a half days Friday the 10th of, of, of June Saturday the 11th of June and Sunday the 12th of June 2016 and it's going to be in Noosa and it's an all-inclusive retreat so you only pay for your tuition and the, we cover everything inside of that tuition so you've just got to go to that website and get yourself secured in for the, that retreat. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And we don't even know if we're going to deliver this event again. Chances are it's going to be a one-off. So make sure that you get yourself ready to be completely immersed into a really beautiful experience for yourself and for everybody else in your life. Um, you know, we've reached the end of our time, Kimmy, but if you, did you have anything else that you wanted to mention about the retreat? Uh, just that I cannot wait to be with you. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm, in all honesty, I think this is, for those of us, I, I get that there's many people out there that are in the drama and the absolute everyday occurrences of life, and I totally hear that. And this course probably isn't for them, in all honesty. This is a course for people that have worked through their own stuff, that have or have attempted to, or at least feel that they're like us, a work in progress, and that there's somebody who's willing now to draw a line in the sand and open up the possibility of the rest of their life being the best, absolute, most extraordinary life, no matter what happens, and really being open to taking some time to work on yourself so that you, and I don't even like the word work on yourself, it's, it's about applying the work, it's about being in the work, it's about absolutely finding the moment and time and space to create an exploration of what that looks like. And if you're ready for something like that, like we are, um, we wanted to do this because 
we don't just want to be counselling people. This isn't a counselling retreat. This isn't about bringing up stories and 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 having people answer your problems about why your mother-in-law staying is going to frustrate the hell out of your husband and then how that's going to annoy your kids. And it's it's not that superficial stuff, is it? It's it's about delving deeper than that and who we are in those moments and what could we do in those moments that we can't necessarily stop or change but we do have the power to change who we are in those moments. And if you're ready to go to that level of conversation and you're ready to have a look at being the best that you can possibly be so that imagine leaving there, not having anything ever phase you again. Imagine being in a place that you would never, ever feel that you have to hook into or be a part of other people's dramas or more so create more dramas yourself. If you're ready to go into that place and want to leave a, a retreat with the two of us in the same place that we really work on daily, then this is for you. But I would definitely recommend if you're going to sign up for something like this, then be prepared. Be prepared to come and be open, be mindful, and be ready to go and explore the unknown as we are. That's that's all I had to add. Yeah, I think that's a, that, that's a perfect, perfect point um, in that – you're right, Kim. It's just, and it really just paints a beautiful picture because people are in different phases in their lives, and you're so spot on. It's it's not a counselling retreat. It's really not that. It's a growth retreat. It's a it's a retreat for those who are willing to acknowledge their experience that's occurred in their lives, acknowledge it for what it is, and really say, okay, so I know what that was. Now, what's next for me? You know. So I think that that's that that's spot on. That's spot on. So, you know, please join us. We would love to have you there. All the W's dot the essential miracle dot com. And Kimmy and I, we just, we, we can't wait to share everything that we have with you. It's going to be such an exceptional experience. And you're also going to be networking with some really amazing women of a like mind and men of a like mind who will also accelerate your journey. Because I do see that there's going to be an incredible network that will be created at this event that will continue for lifetimes. So go to the essentials. Just one other thing. There is no accident that you are listening to this right now. There is no accident that you are hearing these conversations or this this absolute opportunity here. There's no accident. And don't undermine that. Absolutely. You underestimate that. Absolutely. Mm. For sure. Well, this has been a fabulous podcast. I hope you guys have all enjoyed it. Kimmy and I would love to speak to you about The Essential Miracle. We hope that we see every single one of you at the retreat. So if you've got any questions for either Kimmy or myself, just go straight to our Facebook page at all the w.facebook.com forward slash up for a chat. Or you can also email us. So if you've got some questions, also go to info at Smith. Dot com And you guys hopefully know how to spell my name right now. It's C-A-R-R-E-N, Smith, S-M-I-T-H, dot com. And I'm happy to answer any questions that you have about the retreat. So we love doing this podcast for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure that you tune in next week on Up for a Chat and become part of the ripple effect that's changing the world. And we're going to see you at the Essential Miracle. Bye, everybody. 
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.